Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and William Hill. Delighted to be joined with John Ryder. We're at Matram, Matram HQ. We're in the back garden. There is a beautiful view behind us. We can see the skyline of the city of London. But I'm joined with John Ryder. How are we, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. It beats the, uh, the outside of JD, doesn't it? It's, uh, like you said, the beautiful skyline. bit, bit uh, murky today, so you can't really see it clearly. But, uh, yeah, better settings. I was going to say, yeah, it definitely does beat uh, the uh, JD in Oxford Street. That was quite busy. But um, we'll go into yourself um, just after sort of reflecting on the canal fight. I know we did speak after that. But um, how's things? How you been keeping? Is it sort of how you dealing with not really having a, a date to work with after the canal fight? It's quite nice. It's quite enjoyable. I've come here today. Normally I'm dieting. I can't really tuck into the food. So I've had a bit of food, a, bit, a nice bit of lunch. So um, seeing some familiar faces and just, uh, just had to catch up. But I'm back in the gym. I'm back training, back ticking over, back pumping iron, back running, so I'm, I'm good to go whenever I get the call. What was it like getting back into training after the Canelo fight? How, how was it sort of getting back into the swing of things? Was it quite a difficult thing to do? It was. I, I had the longest layoff after a fight that I've ever done. I did nothing for like eight weeks. Um, but it was nice, it was needed. I think um, I've rushed back after fights too soon. and At the time it seemed right, but then no fights come around and just overtraining at times so it's been nice just to to concentrate on the, my partner and the kids and let them know their priority for once rather than boxing and um, yeah just just ease up on boxing for a bit and, and just just focus on life outside but I'm, I'm back now I'm fully focused on what's next and um, the potential fights I can have. Being totally honest was it hard initially to get back into the gym after the Canelo fight because that's something you've worked for for so long and I know you train all your life and you know haven't, was it hard to sort of get motivated to get back to the gym after the Canada fight, like the first initial weeks and days? No, not really. I mean, I, I love being in the gym. I love being around Tony and the boys, and it's, it's always a laugh. Um, obviously, the, the prospect of there not being any world titles to go for currently is is a bit of a kick in the teeth. But listen, who knows? Um, Canelo's fighting end of the September and could be a, a thing where he gives up potential titles or, or lets titles go and there can become titles vacant so 
it's worth sticking it out and, and, and fighting the, the top guys out there just for, for, for the potential of what could possibly be. How frustrating is that, that you worked the position to become the WBO mandatory, now you haven't got that, You've, is it hard to, to work yourself back up again, do you think, and be a contender again? Yeah, no, I think I'm still pretty highly ranked with a few of the governing bodies, so um, listen, there's still potential good fights out there for me, and listen, if a world title doesn't come along, there's still, there's still good fights there for me. And you think, sort of looking in the future now, being honest, how long do you think you have left before, you know, the curtain closes? Well, I'm the, the 35 now. Um, Another, I've given myself another year. We could, we could push it on to two years. We'll just, we'll see it. It's, it's fight by fight now. And for yourself, when you look back on your career, and when, when the sort of the curtain is closed and it's done, how, how sort of happy would you be you know, within yourself that you pushed, and even after the knockdowns that you didn't give up? You think of sort of the Callum Smith fight and so many other ones that you know you really did push yourself to, to as far as you could be. Yeah, no, I think um, looking back on my career, I think I'd be really pleased. Yeah, I think I'll probably exceeded expectations of what people thought I could achieve in this sport and having fought for, for the world title twice having won, should have won it once um, just won those things but it's been a it's been a, a hell of a ride so far and I hope it continues for a, another year or two at least I know it's hard to talk about but how often would you say you think about the Callum Smith fight now after that where everyone thought you won and how hard was that to deal with after it and how much do you sort of do you think about it much now? I don't really think about it now, no, it's, it's been and gone. It was obviously hard to think about in and around at the time because of lockdown and boxing not happening and being very quiet time for, for sport altogether, but I'm well past it now. Um, I wish I wish Callum and the Smith family nothing but good. And I, Listen, I hope he goes and does a number on Arthur Viterbiev and uh, becomes a two-way world champion. I was going to say there, especially when you talk about your career, the knockdowns you had to get to the position that you're in now, um, when you talk about that fight of being so close to a world title, when you compare motivations after sort of different losses that you might have had, after that one where you really shouldn't, where you shouldn't have lost, how hard was that to motivate yourself to get back in, and, and how long, how long did it take for you to really get back on the path in a way? You know, it wasn't hard to motivate myself as such. It was just hard with the way things worked out. What with going into lockdown, it was that you'd fight for a Dobie regular in, I think it was on the AJ card. It was meant to be at, at Spurs, and that was. I think it meant to be June time, but then obviously the, the country went into lockdown and things just really, all plans got scuppered. Boxing was pretty much limited for six months of the year and we didn't really get nothing. So it was just a, a time where we had to just put put that to the side and just, just focus on life outside of boxing and just focus on yourself really. And you look at now after the current fight, after you've, you've pushed yourself, how sort of good does it feel that, you know, you, you've made the most out of your career. You're secure now, and especially after your career, after sort of boxing is done, you know you know that you're secure. Is that, is that a good feeling for you? Yeah, great feeling. I mean, many people, had the, if they had the luck I had, they would have packed it in. So I'm I'm pleased with myself for sticking it out and and going on, and obviously going to the heights that I dreamed of. Um, there's still life in me yet, and I hope to to stay at the level I've been operating. After this fight, what, what is motivating you now? Is it still 100% world titles that you're motivated by? Yeah, I mean, it's just the potential of big fights. I mean, I don't want to be in this for, for silly fights. I want to fight the best. And I'm, I'm blessed to be in a, in a division 168 where there's, there's great fights there for me. So I hope that I can get in line for one of these. And um, listen, end of this year, early next year, a big fight and, and just keep get back to winning ways and keep going. I think today it was talking about Golovkin potentially coming out for a, a, a home, a sort of a farewell fight in Kazakhstan. 
Would you be willing to go to Kazakhstan to fight Golovkin? Listen, if I'd go to Guadalajara to fight Canelo, I would definitely go to Kazakhstan to fight Golovkin. I'd, um, listen, I'd go back to Mexico and fight Munguia. Um, I'm no illusion that any of my next few fights will be in the UK, and if I've got to travel, then so be it. 100%. Well, last one from me, uh, obviously last opponent, Canelo, he's now facing uh, Jamal Charlo. What do you, how do you think that fight goes, and what do you think of Charlo coming up two ways to fight Canelo at 168? A good fight. I think um, Charlo's going to have a lot on his side. He's, um, he's obviously the naturally bigger man, obviously being a, a 154 fighter. Canelo started at 147, so listen, he's going to have the size advantage on his size. Um, obviously, Canelo's been operating at higher weights, but listen, I think I think Charlo sorry, he's going to have a great camp. He's just going to be able to enjoy his camp. Uh, taking the restrictions of diet and what on that away, so I think he's going to come out fresh as a daisy and, and put on a show. John, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, all the best in the future, mate. Good to catch up with you. Sports Social Podcast Network.